Hey guys, welcome back to Bold and Beautiful Movie Talks, the podcast where our talks are neither bored nor beautiful, but they are about movies. You know what's funny is I just realized is that like the first three you seconds... You keep repeating that. They're, no, they're not bold ex- nor beautiful. No, but the first like three seconds where I go, hey guys, welcome back. I feel like it's like the same pitch, same diction, it's the same performance every single like, time. Are they replaying this? Yeah, I, I, I guarantee you I'm not replaying this. But um, You know what's funny is that we mentioned how our movies are bold and beautiful. <laughs> That's the irony of who we are. Okay, so this week is what, Andrew? Stuck in Love. Which is? It's a romantic family drama. And it is your? It's one of, it's my favorite movie. I say it's... It's your favorite one, movie? I thought it was your favorite chick flick. It's actually one, it's both. It's my favorite. It's up top, 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 top tier there. Yeah. Okay. So we are covering Andrew's favorite chick flick and overall top, one of his top favorite yeah, of all time. Either one of three. Roll that intro music, Andrew. <sighs> all right, first off, I know you're biased because it's one of your faves. So if you were I to give it, movie. <laughs> if you were to give it a rating, <laughs> what would you give it? Whoa, man. You just jump right in it. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I would give it a 10, man. Yeah, All I right. was... Uh, All right. You know, I'll get I'll get more into why, oh. but I just feel it has everything. All right. We're not going to... Hopefully... Oh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we don't uh, disagree too hard like the Avengers podcast yeah. because we're fighting on there. Yeah. I, I feel like I was losing a bit, but we're fighting. It's... <laughs> If you were to have chosen a victor, it might be clear as to who have won. I won't say it though. Alright, so you give it a ten. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Every podcast we do. <laughs> Whatever it okay, takes. Okay, so you give it a ten. Yes. Mistakenly, it's okay. Mistakenly? Uh, I would give it like I liked it and I've seen it before we saw it together. So I stuck it through the entire movie. So I liked it enough to see the whole thing. Stuck it through. I okay. stuck in love. You um, were paying half attention. While your brother is making jokes. Because I've seen it already. Yeah. We saw it with Brandon, too. The one from my Interstellar. Oh. Yeah. So, so I would give it like a... Like a... Like a, a hard... 6.5. You're not even going to give it a C? It's a D plus? Well, it depends on the scale, man. 6.5, that's... Because a 5 would be like, uh, whereas school, 5 would be failing. So it depends C, on... 7 would be a C. Then what's the point of 1 through 4? Who needs school? If five is failing. <laughs> then what's the point of having four, three, two? We just have a skill from five That's to ten. That's why we have a podcast. Everybody <laughs> does a podcast. Ten. I'm not listening anymore. All right. 6.5. So the title, Stuck in Love. 10 out of 10. Stuck in Love. All right. Now we're going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so Stuck in Love as a title. How do you think it works? I actually, I, I thought about that when I, the other day. Um, yeah. I mean, it works out. I don't think it's too corny. Do you think it's pretty corny? Not really. I think it's just all of them are. Well, the thing it was exception to Lily Collins. So it's three story arcs: you know, Lily Collins, right, and then um, the brother, which is Nat Wolf, and then Greg Kinnear, right. So, so I, it, I, I feel like Greg Kinnear is stuck in love with the ex-wife, mm-hmm. and then Lo, uh, not Logan Lehman, but um, Nat Wolf is stuck in love with the girl that has a drug problem mm-hmm. that he thinks is good for her, but it's not. But what he doesn't know any better. And then Lily Collins is stuck with the idea that she's going to be cynical about love for her whole life. So right. maybe they're all stuck 
in some type of way. Oh, for sure they are. The concept of love. Right. Yeah, so so just to clarify, the characters in this movie is a dad and then his two children, the boy and the girl, right? Mm -hmm. Including his ex-wife, who, again, as Andrew mentioned, that's... His character arc is basically with her, and then yeah, he's not letting go of the ex-wife even right. though she lives with a new guy. Right. So, so Greg Kinnear, what kind of what stuff would people know him by? Uh, Greg Kinnear is if, in Little Miss Sunshine. If you see him, you'd be like, oh, that's, that's yeah, that I know guy. that guy. Yeah. yeah, he's in Little Miss Sunshine. As good as it gets, uh, as good as it gets is a movie with uh, um, Jack him. Nicholson with him <laughs> with uh, Greg Kinnear. Yeah. And then the wife or the ex-wife is um, Jennifer Conley. She was in um, Only the Brave recently she, with yeah, Josh Brolin. Yeah, she was also in Alita. Oh yeah, she was one she of the villain Alita. people, right? You didn't want she to watch that with me because I it was won't. Whack. And I won't watch it. It's a little corny, but I liked it. And then Collins, she's also in probably like Spider-Man. Yeah, my like top five. Spider-Man. She Spider-Man? She's a uh, homecoming Karen suit lady. Who? I don't know. Karen. Oh man, it's good again. Third time. Noah. Yeah, this is still about the ex-wife in the, yeah. the story. And Very then Collins, pretty. she's beautiful recent. mind. Okay, we get it, we get it. She's in movies. <laughs> so then, Lily Collins is oh in. Oh my god! Yeah, she's oh. like my top, like maybe like five favorite actresses. Oh, she was recently in um, the Ted Bundy movie, Shockingly Evil and something vile and like, something right like now. that. Um, was Extremely that wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. That was pretty with, close. With that say that would be hard to. Yeah, with Zac Efron. I haven't seen that. You like that? I liked it. It's good. Yeah. It's worth the watch. It is worth the watch. As we talk about this movie. Yeah. No, it's not. We should, we should yeah, we should just make this she's movie in, about that one. She's in Tolkien with the uh, with Beast from X-Men. So she's gonna be in Tolkien, right? Coming I think up. It's out now. Is it? It's out now, yeah. Oh, well, I just went, see her in there. I went to the theaters by myself because no one wanted to watch a movie with me. That's right. Pikachu. But it's okay. It was, it felt good. I saw Detective Pikachu. I like watching movies. I'm a grown man. in theaters. I'm a grown man. Not anymore. Watching Detective Pikachu. Well, Lost that right. It's okay. Okay, then the boy. I know he. I know him from Fury. Uh, Logan Learman. I don't know. Yeah, Logan Learman is, is in Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's right. Yeah, that's him. Fury. Uh, but most people know him as Percy Jackson. Oh, that's right. I mm-hmm. never seen it. I never will. And you then now Wolf, who is the. Well, well he's you say, the son. You say the boy. So I, I'm mistaken. Lily yeah. Collins' boyfriend is Logan Learman, right. and then uh, her brother. Her in brother is Nat Wolf, which Nat Wolf is in uh, Paper Towns, and his other brother Alex Wolf. He's in Fault in Your Stars. Mm-hmm. Fault. Yeah, Fault in Our Stars. I know him from uh, him and his brothers from that that show on Nick as a kid. Oh, Nickelodeon. Yeah. Oh, they were on a show. I didn't know that. Yeah, they were like the band. They were like they artists. It was a thing. Cool. Anyways, um, as far as the actors, that's pretty much it. And then the Naked Brothers Band. Yeah, Naked Brothers Band. That's nice. right. That was um, on Nickelodeon. That uh, was on Nickelodeon, man. And then, and then, just just two more. You have Kristen Bell. Oh, that's right. Which everybody, she's the also lady that's having an affair with the dad. Frozen Anna. Right. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. One of my mm. favorite movies. She's Sarah Marshall. Veronica Mars and. Uh, Everyone knows her. Yeah. It's very pretty. That's pretty and much it, right? As far as like main the, characters. I mean, there's the. Nat Wolf's girlfriend. Oh yeah, the brother has as the, the crush on the girl the whole movie. Yeah, the girlfriend that he had that he uh, has the crush on. Yeah, she's in If I Stay, which I don't know if you've seen that, but it's with the 
That's one Chloe where, Grace Martin. Yeah, where she goes, like, she falls asleep. I saw that. She falls asleep, but she goes in a coma. I saw that. And then she's, I think, which this girl's mostly popular for, um, what's her name? Liana Le- Lebrado. Okay. Is okay. Trust. All right, no one cares yeah. anymore. <laughs> it's like an online, she online sexual predator tries to get her, so. Nice. On that note, so the actors, as far as, like, their performances, I think it was pretty well casted, you know? Um Yeah. I, I mean, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, can you either come across as like a hopeless, a helpless romantic or like someone super cynical, right? Those are like the two types of the movie. You're either like really cynical or you're just like head over heels, right? So as far as each of the characters, they kind of had to fill one of those two roles, which I think they, they pretty much did, right? Yeah, I think they did a great job. Um, shout out. Uh, I was talking to some of my coworkers about the movies. Shout out to Nana. That's her name? Yeah, that's that's her name. Is that her real name? Yeah. She's really cool. It's not so she, No, it's not. All right. Uh, she uh, told me, was telling me and gave me some insight on why she liked the movie. She said it's, and why I like it too, is very realistic. Realistic as in like, you don't think it's realistic? I think it's like not realistic at all. Why do you think it's realistic? Because it's so, it seems corny. It's and corny, it's very but that doesn't mean it's not realistic. I don't know. So you knew, like the whole spoiler, which you already know that the, you you knew the mom's would eventually come back. Well, yeah, I didn't think the mom would eventually come back. I think she would have, especially in halfway. I mean, and she's like, "Hey, I'm having feelings again." Oh, well, they're leading into it, I guess. Yeah, right. Um, I guess the cast kind of made well, me. Well, in not which think way is it realistic? Whole, it's realistic where uh, the dad, where like love is not always. I guess we can get into this, but I feel like love isn't always like um, easy, you know? Right. Okay, so he's with this girl. That makes sense. It's like puppy love, and then he, Wait, she has a drug problem. The the Nat Wolf, oh, Nat Wolf and his okay, girlfriend. So the son. Lily Collins is cynical because her mom was cheating on the dad, mm-hmm. and she doesn't believe in love. And then, and then she starts to when she meets someone that can make her feel that way. And right. the dad is a stalker with the ex wife. Mm-hmm. It's all like it's like. It's kind of like a dysfunctional family, and like it's the, a very dysfunctional family. And the, the the way that they they perceive love is way different from right. each other, um, and it, it it all connects and stuff. I feel like it's realistic because the way that they feel about love is realistic. I, I don't. What what? I'm trying to I'm trying to cons- I'm considering that. I mean. I mean, the, the the scenarios are very unrealistic. That's why I'm. I don't know. Like, why are they unrealistic, Jeremy? Because I mean, are we gonna go through? Should they not have? Should they have skipped five years ahead? They should not have. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm I'm trying to not be super nitpicky. So, like, the guy who's like all about Collins, Lily Collins. Yeah, the guy who's like like all about her. Like, he's head over heels, and he won't, like... Oh, Logan Learman. Yeah, yeah, like, he won't take no for an answer. He's persistent, but I don't think it's, like, creepy persistent. No, right, but she's, like, this super, like, well-written professional writer. She's a pro, and she's, like, a kid. She's, like, like a child child prodigy, basically, in high school. Uh Uh-huh. Like, that's not very realistic, and so for him to, like, fall for her, and then she's, oh, I know all the secrets of the world, so I'm gonna take advantage of it and just live low. Like, I don't know if that's like a writer's mindset. You're talking about Lily Kong? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's basically how she perceives it. She basically she's super well read. She well, because she's like a, a you're great saying writer. it's not realistic for someone like that to be with someone like him. In different ways, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, are there people like her that are that cynical? Well, that the whole get point, their hearts the whole changed point by is that kind of a boy. And, I mean, it could happen. I'm not. You're not. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen. Like movie logic is hard because I'm. I'm. I relate it okay, too much. Like that reality. guy being with the girl that has a drug problem. That's like super serious. But I think Does that's realistic. It? Sure. I mean, we are talking about high school, so you're a lot more vulnerable to stick it with someone who has like a crazy past, right? So, so that, that makes sense. Um, he was stuck in love. But at the same time, in high school, like how many people did you hear were doing cocaine? Like not a like lot. Like ten people. I'm just kidding. No, I don't. You know what I'm saying? So like. I mean, it depends where you're going to school at. Just but. depends on what aspects do you think are realistic. You know. Like, so so you're saying like their their perspectives on love is what is realistic. I think everything's realistic in the movie. Right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't understand why you don't think it's realistic because I think I think what's realistic. Well, what, what does realistic mean to you? Something that I would not be surprised to hear about in real life. Or in like a regular, since both almost the characters are in high school, I would. Well, so you're saying the dad loving the ex-wife from stalking her is unrealistic. That makes sense. I don't, I'm not, I don't have a problem with that. It's more like. Okay, 500 Days of Summer is realistic. Right? It's because they have a, their movie logic is different. They don't have, hey, this is the set of rules that we're going to live by. Like, like 500 Days of Summer, they have quirky characters who aren't realistic. That's why I love it. Whereas here, it's like these are normal people. Therefore, they should play by, like, normal standards. Unless you establish a different kind of logic. Like Interstellar, they said, hey, here's our own logic. Everything that happens is based off of this mindset that we created. Whereas here, in this movie, it's like, there's not a new mindset. There's not a new, like, I don't know. Like, everything is kind of just, like, written as as is. Therefore, it's easy to compare it to real life and see a big contrast. That's just why I don't so think it's fair. it to real life doesn't make it realistic. Not the, I mean, I don't know. It's, like, it's about, like, rich writers and stuff and kids who are, like, incredibly gifted you're saying in, in, like in real life you don't see like some like you don't see a writer fall in love with another writer and well they're well I mean well I mean maybe I feel like some of the situations are realistic but maybe the how they get together like is unrealistic as you're saying right but now. maybe yeah I mean I mean it's a love story love I, stories are not going to be completely realistic and I totally get that that's the point and the totally thing is, I've written, like, romances and things like that, and I think I go for things, like, that I want to be, that seem a little far-fetched. No, that makes sense. I mean, for a movie, you're not necessarily looking for something to be exactly how you would perceive it in real life. However, I think it's more powerful if, like, the storytellers create great things, big plots or whatever, from, like, realism, you know? Like, Rocky kind of makes sense. Like, there's some far-fetched stuff for sure, but, like, oh, if an underdog gets a chance and he's a knucklehead. Well, then again, he kind of, I don't, I don't want to dive into that. Yeah, we don't have to get more into that. I, th- I think the thing, thing, too, is that it's relatable. To I, think it's, the, yeah, I, I think they're the case. I think it's the, very relatable. Yeah, I think 
I might. But I guess contradicts my opinion about it not being realistic. It well, moments, it, it can be relatable to people like if someone has a drug problem or if someone is cynical about love or if someone is really trying to win someone over. Which or, they've evolved or, in. Or if you're, yeah. you know, like my parents are divorced, so maybe I, this movie rings a tongue with me where, sure, like, you know, people that are, like, have divorced families would want to be together for Thanksgiving and stuff like that. I don't You're think right. that was a, a big part of why I liked it. I like I why I like it is because there's three story arcs. Yeah. And they they all I feel they all develop throughout the film. Or at least the um Lily well, Collins is, is and right. the dad does well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she has the, the she has the biggest character. The boy the son now kind of goes downhill. He kind of stays the same though cuz he starts off he's smoking weed the first time we see him, right? And then an hour and a half later, he's still smoking weed. That's not really going downhill. But the, I mean, he's still like the helpless romantic. He loves her no matter what drug issue she has. He still loves her. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he, he really changes same. much other than he he does change where he wants to experience things. So, yeah. Collins changes a lot because she's cynical and then becomes. And then she loves she him. Says, she she like says, "There's no chance." Cynical journey, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like she was saying at first, well, not saying, but she just rejects. What's his name? Leonard. Leonard? Logan Learman. Logan Leonard. <laughs> oh boy, Logan. So she rejects Logan Learman. Or What is it, Logan? She Log- rejects Logan at first, and then after about a half hour, maybe like fifteen minutes, then she starts getting comfortable with him. And well, she rejects him until and she tells him. Tells him what she tells him. You you do you have brain damage? Stop trying to talk oh, to right. me. And then she well, finds out the mom has brain damage. Oh yeah, that's right. That was she's funny. Like, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Let's put a pin in this. Let's jump to uh, our best. You're unrealistic, Jeremy. All right. Let's <laughs> let's jump to best scenes. So I'll let you go first. Oh boy. All right. Um, I would say. I know we were supposed to pick one, but I have two. I, my first one would be the opening scene. And it's funny because you always talk about how you like the opening scenes of movies. And I really like this one. I do. Because he said when I looked at her, it hurt. You know? He what? was saying like like staring at who's, her. Who's hurt, talking? Uh, Nat Wolf. Oh, the, okay. The, young, the brother, the youngest brother. And he's looking at the girl. And then it shows the classroom and the stuff on the walls. And then like what he says, like like looking at her hurt. Mm-hmm. They write that on the on the screen, on the screen, and he's looking at her, and then blood drops out her nose. Oh, that's right. That is opening scene, huh? Yeah. So that was. I was really making cool. a drink at that time, so I didn't get to soak it. Yeah. Out. Sorry. I was watching it by myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, that was really cool. Um, and then what's and, your and what was really Sorry. cool about that line too is the dad talks about like staring at her hurt, you know, because like looking oh. at her, it hurt him to not be with her. And he said, yeah, and he said that, well, he told them later, he goes, uh, if he read that in a book, he said, if you would read that in a book, you would have your reader hooked. And so I don't know if people know about the context of this movie, but they're all writers. The, the sister's a writer, the brother's a writer, the dad's a writer. Right. And the dad kind of like, what is the word for? The dad wants them to write. Oh, okay. right. And they, they like to write, so and it's all different styles. So that's that's why I feel like this movie's like a family drama movie and I love I really like family movies. Yeah. It's what? 
So I said it's artistic. Yeah, and then it also can be fun with the musical we get out later. Um, and also to note, the dad is very successful. They have like a really nice house on the beach, like mm-hmm. on the beach. And then the daughter. I didn't think about that until mm-hmm. later that he lives on the beach. Yeah, they're has hanging, money. dude. Everyone in that movie, that's what I'm saying. Like, as far as realism, like they're. I, well, wealthy. I thought about it later yeah. and I was like, wait, they have money. I didn't know. Yeah, they got a Because you think of a rider, you don't think riders have Nice cars? Heck yeah. We don't think if they're a rider, they would have that much money. They're successful. He is. So. Yeah. So like half the scenes are like on the beach, like it's like in, like on the report. Um, so then the daughter, she's a great writer, and we find out quick that she's selling a book, um, or she has like a book deal or whatever. She's getting a book published, and it's not the dad's. It's not not the one the dad worked with because the dad's a bit um, controlling. So, which He's might have controlling. been what's the word? It's not controlling. He's just a bit much, and I think that's why the ex-wife left too. Because he was being overbearing. No, he left her. Overbearing, I guess. I don't know. No, she left. Oh, he him. left her, and he then left she her left the first him. time. Yeah, like for six months, and then we she left him the plot, for like right after the intro, <laughs> so that way they could make more yeah. sense. What is this movie about? Yeah, just talking about Lil, Logan Learman, Percy Jackson. Is this the Percy Jackson five <laughs> or what? Okay, uh, so my, what's your second? My, my second favorite scene, scene, which I don't really, I guess it's, it means it's up to me, but it's when Logan Learman's uh, Lewis. And his mom, who has brain damage, dies, and he calls Sam, which she ignores him until she like gets mad at him. And she ignores him because Who's he, Sam? Uh, Sam is Lily Collins. Oh, okay. So because he invited her mom to his to her book party because their new book publishing party, she didn't talk to uh, Lewis slash Logan Learman for a while until he called her crying. Right. Logan Learman does depression and crying very well. I really yeah, like it. He's all right. Yeah. Well, for me, I like it a lot. I mean, after seeing Perks being Wildflower and then this one. He was in Fury. He was emotional in Fury. That was pretty Oh, good. he was. I don't remember Fury that well. Fury is Fury, the movie where they're all the tanks, right? Yeah. Okay. Tank Wars. Tank Wars. That's cool. That's a video game. So. It's not. Yeah. Oh, it is. Right. Yeah. So um, that's my favorite scene is when he, when they're together and he's crying and his mom died and, you know, fun stuff, man. Yeah, I just scene. love the happy scenes, you know. <laughs> so I don't know. I just it, I just like the scenes where actors break down and really show emotion. I feel so, that. So those are for me. What do you about you? And this uh, one, my favorite scene was when I'm curious um, to know what. Yeah, well, I'm telling you right what now. It's gonna be up. Trying to get to the point. So when the dad is with Kristen Bell, who is his mistress, or not mistress because they're divorced, but they're a uh, He's with sex. oh she's married so he's sex buddies he's her mistro <laughs> whatever so is when she kind of plays dress up with him yeah that's funny yeah. because I love uh, for some reason like in all those movies that have to do with like fashion or whatever like I really I really like those dress up scenes especially when there's like a couple because it's like oh try this okay no not that one not that one oh that one not that one not that one I just love that it, that, that like, dynamic have you, has that have you has that happened to you kind before? of okay. so. My my bae Taylor. Um, when we go shopping, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't think she listens to me. <laughs> oh boy, no, not a lot of people listen. So yeah, we're just so, talking ourselves yeah. right now. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so when we go window shopping, she dislikes ninety nine percent of the things I own. So I guess I like the idea of like <laughs> of, 
of like there being a success when it comes to like a couple window shopping for each other. Because all of our window shopping things are always like unsuccessful. Well, the thing too is that he's letting her take control because he has no sense of. Oh yeah, that makes sense. But that was funny. You know, he's trying to set her up for a dating site, and right, she's like, no, no, no. Like, oh heck yeah, yeah. I've never had that. <laughs> so I was like, no, 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 I don't like that. I don't like uh, that. I like, you right. thought it was sorry relatable? No, that was perfectly unrelatable. <laughs> Because oh, it's unrelatable to what you do. It's like the other half of the coin, but I just like that. That those kind of scenes in movies whenever they come along. Depends where you flip it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about director and symbolism. So, okay. The director is Josh Bone. What is what has he done? Uh, he's done Fault in Your Stars. He's a he's the writer for the New Mutants movie. You know what's funny? Okay, real quick. Not to like and segue. And the director of New Mutants. Okay, not to segue. Dark Phoenix. But the two composers, because there's two composers for this film, they both have done those movies that you just mentioned. So, like, so I guess they're like a trifecta team. The chick, the what girl are you from me? Uh, the girl from Split, and is in going to be in New Mutants. Okay. But you're, what are you this is this is stuck in my. We're talking about director, huh? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Andrew. So you said you said. The, so I guess the director and the composers basically stick together. Because the composers have, have also done Fallen Stars. They're going to do New, Mut- New, uh, New Mutants also. So I thought that's supposed to be out for a while. It's pretty weird. April yeah. 3rd. April 3rd. They, must have, they pushed it out, I think, for a while. April 3rd next year? 2020, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I thought it was going to come out like this year. Anyways, we gosh, we got stuck back into it again. Okay, okay so, man. So, director. So, so how do you think he does in this movie as far as like overall feel and shots and stuff? He's great. I mean... um, I think uh, Brandon was mentioning that it's it's very like TV style, yeah. Um, cinematography, you know, setup. Yeah, it makes sense. Like Interstellar. <laughs> Interstellar is more of cinematic. Um, I mean, like like Five Hundred Days of Summer. That's very like cinematic. I love how that's shot. So, but that movie is like very indie, very artistic. Whereas this one's less artistic. Not as indie, so I guess it kind of centers more around like the dialogue, less creative transitions and stuff like that. Yeah, I, mean, I think he did a good job. I think all the actors did what they were supposed to do. You know, yeah. The 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 younger brother is you know in puppy love and you know right. in high school and trying to figure himself out, and then um, you know he socks her. Um, he socks her. He socks her boyfriend. Stocks? Socks? Oh. Socks. Okay, when you say he Punches? and her, you have to like mention who, because if people haven't seen this movie, which I'm sure a lot haven't, it's gonna be hard for them to like. So he keep socks up. her boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh Nat Wolf. Former boyfriend. Yeah. I mean he could have picked someone better, right? She was doing cocaine in the bathroom. Really I think, think he could have picked someone way better. I didn't think about it like when I think Realistically, he likes underdogs. He does. I mean, I mean, a lot of people want to save. You want to save someone, sure. And uh, sometimes, what you think is good for you isn't good for you, right? And or, I think that's, I think that's a big thing about this movie too. Yeah, I mean, I've, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been in that place where it's kind of like there's something, I don't know, fun about. I don't know. Yeah, I think. All of them <laughs> took a risk in this movie, and I 
And right. there was, I felt that there was higher stakes. You know what? Can I actually change my, my best scene? You got to, yeah, so I, I, I guess cool. I get to. We're, we're out of order now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, if, if, as you said that, hit me right now. So there's a scene where the dad is talking to his ex-wife. and, and Is it when they're getting the computer for the daughter for Christmas or whatever? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So, so we have you know, we'll have you know, that he has been chasing her the entire movie. And he still wears the wedding ring. Yeah. yeah. And then at this moment, he goes shopping with her for their daughter. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, after they go shopping, she confesses that she's having, like, questioning, like, second, or was it? Second? She's not sure that she made the right decision. Right. And you like, like that? Because it's, oh, yeah. Isn't that kind of very blunt and obvious that she's going to come back at the end? Or? Uh, at that point, yeah. But the moment... The fact that she even said that. Well, why do you like Uncle Because it's such a, like, he did such a good job at acting in that scene. Because you would think someone like him would be like, no, it's okay. Like, let's just be together, blah, blah, blah. You say he, he played was, it cool? He did. He was like, he would, like, he totally felt for her. He wasn't, like, selfish. So let you I know. I love that. He was, he's been chasing her. He's been yeah. watching them outside the house. And then, and he's, the dad's been, Edging towards moving on, yeah. And then right it's when she back like eight times in that. It's okay, <laughs> right. And then right when he's about to give up on her, she goes, "I'm I'm questioning whether I'm going to do." Actually, you know what happens after she says she's questioning she made the right decision? He gets all happy, and I think he goes on a date after that. Right, but which it, I thought was interesting that he went on a date after she said that she has second. Right, that's thoughts. like his golden ticket. But still, yeah. in that, I'm but just maybe I'm, he wants to know if he's he has any second thoughts. That's why maybe. he was on a date. I, just, I don't I just, Okay, why do you like that? I'm, I just love I just love the acting choice of that. Well, I don't know if it's acting choice, but I just love the the story, the writing of that choice to not be like, oh my gosh, this is like what I've been wanting to hear for years, and when I hear it, I'm it's okay not as it. satisfying because it's like um. I'm so head over heels over her. That even if she wants to come back to me, which is the goal, I'm still not going to let that prioritize over like how she's feeling inside. So that would be the one moment to get selfish. But in that moment, he was like, no, like she's really troubled. I'm going to be troubled for her instead of be happy. Because then, yeah, after that, in a way, he, he uses that conversation to like set himself free. And then he goes on a date. He's like, cool, I don't need this ring anymore. Then he goes back. He's like, actually, I might still need this ring. And he goes to leave the ring on the windowsill. And yeah. notices that she's reading Her his, windowsill. Her windowsill, which is the mom. And the ex-wife, yeah. Ex-wife. And he realizes that she's reading his book, Suit Monkeys. Mm-hmm. She's been reading different books. And then she's finally reading his because she misses them. Right. Which I think is a cute thing where, like, Samantha, yeah. which is the younger the sister, Lily Collins, takes the what she thinks is the mom's book because she misses the mom. And then Greg Kinnear goes, which is the dad, and he goes, She swiped your favorite book out of my office, whatever. She goes, That wasn't my favorite book. So I I think the dad felt like he knew everything about everyone when he doesn't. And I think he's overbearing. That's why that's why the whole thing with the, her riding her story. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but I think that uh, what and all in all, I feel the director did a good job in conveying the emotions. Yeah, I mean, and the, the overall effect is basically since it's relatable, 
I guess the effect is to see how well you can re relate with it, thus falling in love with the characters. I didn't really fall in love with the characters, but I did find it relatable. So in that sense, I think it was the effect was was pretty good in terms yeah. of how I received it. I mean, you feel lost, you feel love, you feel confused. confused I don't feel those things. things but, uh, well, you f you feel confused for them, I guess. Is it. You know what's funny is I'm, I'm so critical, and I know it. Like, when I'm speaking about how critical I am, like I know I'm being very critical. So one of my things is that whenever I get like emotional for a character, that second... Like I start crying. Well, I mean, like I cry. Like some some movies, I cry every time. But Avengers. I just think like these are actors. <laughs> like oh, at I some mean, point, okay. I break that fourth wall, and I'm like, wait, I'm watching a movie. So, like, if I'm gonna relate to a character, it's like, wow, that was a good job, writers. Like, I break that fourth wall, and I don't let myself like fully go into it, except like some of my favorite movies, like Warrior at the end. I never remember scene. once that those are actors. Like in the last no, scene. For me in this movie, I, I, I feel like I don't feel like they're actors because I feel like I don't know. It's well, then like it had a better effect for you, and that's completely fine. It's just, it's just your preference for <laughs> we're shaking hands. Shaking hands. Yeah. There we go. Uh -huh. <laughs> I come to agreement. All right, let's go on. Okay, that was good. All right, so see you next week. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, I just have to do music, and then after that... No, I'm not... No, no, no I get it. I get it. It's a subliminal message you want to get out. Okay, so real quick with the music, there's two composers. Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. That's the only thing I want to hear about this movie. And that's a pretty oh, good choice. Yeah, that was the scene. That's like the that's theme. a sad scene. That's like the theme, and it starts with it, fun fact, and ends with the song. It starts with Edward Sharp, ends with Edward Sharp. Huh, I did yeah. not notice that. Mm -hmm. Warrior, one of my top favorite movies, starts the exact yeah, same heard. way. Yeah. Starts off with the national and ends with the national, and which the national is also in this movie. That's right. Maybe that's why I liked it. That should be, that should be that's my favorite scene <laughs> when, when they play the national. So Nate Walcott, how do you pronounce that? And then Mike Mogus are the or Mogus. So they're co. They're co. Co composers. Oh, okay. I don't know. I co -co. They do that song. Mm, posers. Un poco loco. All right. <laughs> so they co do it. Um, Disney Plus coming out yeah. soon. Yeah, okay, stop. Gosh. <laughs> uh, th there's not a whole lot of original composition in this film, at least not not something that's like very memorable. So it's 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 mainly like music and bands. It's not mainly. It's half and half. Just most movies, it's mostly original composition and less. So this one's kind of half and half, which is why it's noticeable. So, yeah, so... They do, I mean, a good job. I mean, nothing really took me out of the storyline, really, so I guess that's good for them. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, I guess they partner with the director because they're doing the same. They've done most of the same films, and they're going to do the same films, films together. But other than that, I think I think it's pretty good. It was anything memorable. You know how I, how I feel about themes, and there weren't any themes in this movie, like musical themes. So I mean, they play like sad music when they're sad. But it's not a theme. It's not like I don't oh, think it's not theme music, which right. I I've learned what that is more. Right. Yeah. So as far as music, that's pretty much it. This uh, this week is not very deep on music. All right. Since we're getting to the end of things here, I was going to ask you what do you think of the the ending, and do you feel like it's realistic, relatable? The fact that the mom comes back. I don't, I just I just want to see what you thought personally about the ending. 
And I, I feel like you felt like the mom's going to come back because she keeps dropping hints throughout the film. Yeah. Like, you feel like it's not a surprise that she's back. I don't like I don't predictable films. I don't okay, well, I, well endings. endings. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of predictable endings unless they so go you about love it. La La Land's ending. I hate that ending. <laughs> it's this is hard. I feel like this is. I feel like this is most people. They don't want to have an easily predictable ending. However, a lot of directors say, okay, in order to not have an an unpredictable, or in order to not have a predictable ending, let's just make it a sad ending. But people hate that almost more, including myself. So La La Land, it was not predictable. It was sad. And it was sad. Yeah, well, sad. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and it was sad. So, yeah. So that was like a lose-lose. But it was, it was a win-lose. It was unpredictable. It was unpredictable, but it was sad. Whereas this one is predictable, and it's happy. So it's not – it's like a win-lose just in a different way. So – I mean, the whole like divorced parents getting back together. I don't. I mean, that's not very realistic, especially in nowadays. So on that, and it seemed I mean, like over the. I don't know. I mean, seem like what? I don't know. I mean, uh, it's hard because most divorce movies they don't get back together, or if they do, it's on like weird terms or something like that. Fire. I haven't really seen good. that in forever. It's a really good divorce with Robert Williams. Yeah. Robin Williams. Yeah. Robert Williams. Robin. <laughs> Robert. I haven't seen that since I was like four, dude. Yeah, he... I have to watch that again. I forgot how it ends, but I don't. they don't end up back together. Well, either way, that was like 15 years ago or 20 years ago. So yeah. that's my point. You were saying rare. how things were then and now are different. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I really love this movie. And, and there's, there's a lot of reasons why. I mean, I'm, I'm, I love the family aspects of it. The fact that she's cynical about love. Oh, my... I forgot... I forgot what, what what is my actual favorite scene. Oh that, my gosh! Well, then that, I have to get a third one. <laughs> okay, that mixes. No, you don't have to. But I just want to one up you. Okay. So that mixes the whole sadness with the. I re, so I really like the scene where they're in the car and he plays between the bars. Okay, you have to set the scene because people who have not okay, seen this so movie have no gonna, idea where they're going on a date. Who's they? Who's it's Lily Collins and Logan? Right. I guess we have there to be more go. specific since there's three story arcs. Lily Collins and Logan Lehrman go on a date. Yes. And they're outside a skate rink and it's raining. Yes. And it's, in, and it's, it's interesting. Snowy, isn't it? Is no, it it's raining. Oh, okay. And it's interesting because I've I've experienced something like this personally. Oh, there you go. I it's also relatable. Have, yeah, it's really relatable. And I've also wanted to write. I've actually written a scene like this before well, based on my own experience. So plagiarism, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> then there's a whole different thing that happens when it's raining and you're in the car with someone. Sure. You kind of, I feel like you kind of get into like it. more romantic. Yeah. Right? Well, it gets into, you can get into deeper talks and stuff like that. So they play that song between the bars and then she starts crying. And it's, and it's funny. Cause I'm like, why is he, I thought about it later on. Cause it's like my fourth, fifth time watching it or something. And I'm like, why does he play this song? Is it really his favorite song? Because I feel like the song relates to her. Right. It's like drink up, like everything's going to be okay or whatever. Uh-huh. And but why does she cry? Because she's breaking down her walls? or I would think so. I would think she's... I don't think she would have let herself cry before that moment. Right? If you were to have played that song... Well, I mean, the first time we see that they have something big in common, she leaves, right? Because they were in, like, the... Well, the they like, having they have the same favorite book. Right. Yeah, and then and she they, leaves. He goes, I, he goes, I just want to go, go out with you. What's wrong? She was like... She was like, I'm like... She's like, we're not the same species. Yeah. Like, we're not the same people. 
And so, but they are. She's just trying to be something like she's right. being cynical for a reason because of what happened with her mom. Or, That's a good way to put it. Stuff they like are. That. She's just not. Current. She's just trying but, not to be. So I know. I, I like that. But you're. So it's realist. It, it makes sense for her to cry in that scene. Right? Uh, I felt like that was a little cliche. Is it cliche? Um, she didn't portray it as cliche, which I think uh, was good. It wasn't like she had a cheesy monologue. Like, oh, you get me. My walls are coming down. Like you yeah. could have made it very cliche. I don't think it was that. Cliche. She just started crying. She goes, "I'm scared." And he goes, "I know." I just, think it was a moment that we were expecting her to reach. I don't think that makes it cliche. I just think because some things that we can predict can be great. Like so, like those moments can be great. But did you like that scene? Yeah, that's okay. Good. Yeah, I don't dislike you can, it. You can, you know, it's like, so I don't know. I, I really like it with the song and the just like breaking down things. And that's a nice that's moment, man. Um, it's raining. I don't know. It's just, I feel like this whole movie is also why I like it. Is I feel shot very well. So, man. well, there you have it, man. That being said, is there anything else you want to input about this movie? Um, so buy, rent. Hey, we go through this every time, and every time we say normally bias movies. I, I buy movies. Or, I use Redbox. No, I used Redbox last night. I haven't You're used welcome. Redbox in like five years. I guess it's just easier to get them on, on the TV. It is. On the tube, huh? But new movies, easier to get them for cheaper at Redbox. Whereas if you get like a movie that came out two weeks ago that was in theaters and now it's online, it's usually like fourteen bucks to rent it, compared to like Redbox two weeks after it came out, like it's like four bucks. Yeah. Bucks. So whatever um, have you, I would say watch it. I so would say, you said to give it a six point five. Use it. You don't have to raise it because I like it. So I'm, much. No, I'm thinking it's like usually after these talks, you raise the scores it tend to change. No. Right. So Avengers went down. After we talked about it, but like as far as I this, told some, I told someone I said you gave it a three, and they're like, "He's being dramatic. <laughs> He's being dramatic." Oh boy, that's a little, three's a little rough. Dang problems. Three's with that a little rough. Film. I stand. I think by that there being a three. little issues that bother you personally, not issues like I. I, actually, oh, I totally agree. I think they're more I'm personal, very critical. So, and I, think, I am a lot more subjective to different movies. Yeah. Regarding so, letting things slide. I think someone, and I don't really know if you're that much of a Marvel fan. Are you? I've been a Marvel fan, but I will tell you this. At Infinity War, I was sick of it. You mean I was Endgame? like, no one. No, Infinity War. Okay. At the moment of Infinity War, I was like, hey, someone, like at least three people have to die. Because it's like at this point. <laughs> Spoilers if you've watched this and you're and you not looking <laughs> for spoilers for Endgame. <laughs> for Endgame. But no, I mean. Well, then we're going back to Endgame. Maybe we can have like a part two <laughs> Endgame discussion. I mean, I'm sure we'll review the new Spider-Man movie and then we can yeah, mention, we'll mention my Endgame hero, Jake Gyllenhaal's in there. Yeah. That'll All right. Well, hey, follow us on follow us on Instagram. We are not as active as we'd like to be on Instagram, but that's but changing. We're trying to create we're a trying. different um, different vibe, not just so that we just put whatever podcast we put up, right? But more so like interact with our audience. Yeah, stuff like that. For sure. Uh, yeah, bold, beautiful movie talks at bold, bold, beautiful, bold, bold. at bubble, <laughs> bold, 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 beautiful movie talks. Um, we're on Google Podcast everywhere. Yeah, much. if you're listening to this right now, um, chances are it might be on the Anchor app and uh, Spotify, and iTunes, and all that. They get our podcasts. 
about three to four days after we post them initially on um, on Anchor. So if you follow us on Instagram, we will immediately put our Anchor app, our Anchor, well, how do you say that? Link? Yeah, yeah. Our Anchor link to the podcast when it's fresh, uploaded right away without any uh, any tweaks because sometimes I'll tweak a podcast here and there. So, so do you, so before we go, so you would you say this is a good romance film? Our our family, not family, yeah. it's a non family film. It's not a family film, but there's I like drama. So the fact there's some drama in here, mm-hmm. there's drama, there's love mixing that together is really good. Yeah, it's but, like a love, it's like a love drama. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it is kind of a family film, but I guess the whole drug aspect. Kind well, of technically, it is a family film because it's about a family that doesn't make it a family-friendly film. Yeah, that's what I was going to point out too. There it's, we go. Which you probably said that we should have said that at the beginning. Well, there's some drugs. If you made it all the way till now, yeah. and you still haven't seen it, then yeah. now you've been warned. <laughs> um, just say, it, just yeah. end it, just end it. Ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.